1: Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. All right.
0: Q Maestro in three, two, one. You're up. Guess what? Today is the anniversary of a
2: huge day in our country's history.
0: <laughs> That's right. Today. Is the one year anniversary of me being the most awesome person on this podcast?
2: What? Well, that doesn't make any sense. It's
0: not Monday,
2: it's not Tuesday,
0: it's Sports, oh, Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, where we get the big stories right about 60% of the time and the details right never percent of the time. And if you're cool with that, then we are definitely cool with that. My name is not BMOC, since he is on a team-building retreat with his company, which is quite odd since he works for himself, but no worries. (laughs) I'm the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley, and I'll be driving the trains tonight. So passengers beware. Because this could get really messy. I am joined by this guy. This guy. Who is the one and only person I know. Literally the one and only person I know that can go to a rock show and never see the band. Because he spends all his time staring at the lead guitarist's snazzy pedal setup. That's the maestro Brian Hake. How you doing, buddy? I love
2: pedals. You are a pedal lover. I I love pedals like I love craft beer. Because now there's so many. So many little micro pedals <laughs> and boutique pedal manufacturers, just like their micro breweries
0: and they're and fuzzy. Boots. And they got, I got to tell you, I've seen the pedal pedal industry and, and they're really doing a great job with their names too. Like Fuzzmaster. Oh yeah. They're clever. Very much, very, very much. And, I, and they're very expensive. Just like,
2: just like craft beers.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's an acquired taste. All right, so if you enjoy this medium-level podcast that we have, you can follow us on the social medias. We are a huge presence on Instagram, at Sports Wednesday on the Instagram. Lots of great content, really been filling it lately. <laughs> and then if you love Twitter... Did you see our
2: latest slate? It was marvel.
0: Oh, let, let me just go ahead and say that the one constant thing about any of our social media is the Maestro Slates, which are literally artwork. And if you enjoy Twitter, we definitely love Twitter, but don't think we have the S because we don't, because we're at Sport Wednesday. We're still working on that S. BMOC, that's your New Year's resolution. Get us that damn S, but we're at Sport Wednesday. We're on I don't f- care if it costs $10 or $10 or, million. Dollars. Well, not $10 million. <laughs> We got $70 in our pocket. Oh, we do. We're <laughs> playing with house money, everybody. Uh we're also on Facebook and we do Tinker on the TikTok. So uh you know that's us on the social media. And I'll tell you what, Maestro, do you love Mardi Gras? Uh
2: is that the thing in uh, New Orleans? It
0: certainly is. Do you know what goes well with Mardi Gras? Um uh, bourbon, that and sports Wednesday merchandise. Nothing is the companion piece to walking down Bourbon Street and taking that shirt off and then putting on a Sports Wednesday T-shirt after you catch some beads. You can get T-shirts, sundresses. I think we have halter tops. Anything that you want, Sports Wednesday. If you order now, you can get it in time for Mardi Gras, which is March 1st, and it is coming up fast. I think we have a special discount on our shower curtains. (laughs) We certainly do. You know what? I think I talk so much about that damn shower curtain. I need to own that shower curtain. Now, when we do this podcast, we like to talk about things that happened in the past. Right now, what's happening in sports is something extremely important. Our own OU Bobcats just went final against the Akron Zips. OU 69, of course, against Akron 62. Now, why is that significant? I'm going to tell you why it's significant. OU... Is eleven and two this year after losing their top player Jason Preston last year, going to the NBA, um, and they beat an Akron team that took Ohio State, the number thirteen team in the nation, to a last second shot. What, what's going on? Is this a good team? Like, it, should we start paying attention to the Bobcats? I think we should. I think they're the clear
2: front runner in the MAC right now. But that that leads me to think: Are they better with Preston or without?
0: Mm. Oh golly, oh golly! I don't even like to say that. I love Jason Preston. I, I love Jason Preston. Is is the big cheese still there? Oh, the big cheese is still there. He had is he a, uh, senior a solid or night. What is he? He's a senior. He had a solid night tonight. He had eleven rebounds or eleven points, believe, eight rebounds and five assists. He is a just a consistent, consistent triple is, threat. Is there a place for him in the NBA? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Good size. He's got some range. He's not the most athletic, but I've seen guys that have way less athletic ability make a career in the NBA. I think there's a place for him.
2: I'm rooting for you. For- big cheese. I love you, big you. cheese.
0: I'm rooting for you. Uh, just real quick, what, what, uh, what, what are you drinking? You drinking anything
2: tonight? Oh, shit. I forgot to crack one open.
0: <laughs> Why don't you talk amongst yourself? I will. I'll and talk I'll go about get myself. One. I uh I'm drinking uh Molson Canadian, everybody. What? And um I I got that this weekend. Uh I actually got it I think New Year's Eve. And I I thoroughly enjoy enjoy Molson Canadian. It is a smooth lager. Canada knows how to do their lagers. Um and if you can find it, and I'll tell you, if you have a Meyer store around you, they are a wonderful, wonderful place to find weird. Not They do have good craft beers, but they definitely, definitely have your swell. But Molson Canadian,
1: top-notch. Top-notch Molson Canadian. Sports Wednesday is brought to you by our friends at Gifter. That's GFTR.shop. Gifter is the best way to make sure the gifts you give will blow everyone's minds. And you'll get them at great prices. Everyone hates how it feels when you get a shitty gift. With Gifter... Every gift you give will be low-key amaze balls, No cap, totes slap. Subscribe to the Gifter newsletter and get recommendations just about once a week with titles like, three gift ideas for your one nephew who's kind of shitty, or what to get that family member you legitimately know nothing about. They're fun to read and the recommendations are priceless. Head to gifter.shop, that's G-F-T-R dot shop, to get started today. Gifter. Good things, great gifts, gifter. Did you talk amongst yourself?
0: Oh, I talked a long time. I think people are absolutely sick of me.
1: What'd well, you I, crack?
2: I went, I so I, I found I had one a one of my it is my last uh Columbus Brewing Citra Noel Happy Holiday mm-hmm. Ale in there. It's my last one. So Ooh, this is a special case. Perfect I've been, timing. I've been saving it. And so I'm end of the holidays. It. Oh, look at
0: that. Oh, it's so good. beautiful.
2: That's see. a beautiful beer. My brother yeah. would say, "I could have done better on the poor," but of course re- you could. He's, he's very critical of my poor's
0: King Havoc's very critical. He loves Liverpool, and he's and he's critical. Critical, critical, critical Liverpool. Liverpool, critical. Well, if you're ready, critical. let's let's jump right into this this damn show. Are you ready?
2: What what is it? What are we doing? Oh, the, the
0: we're going right into challenge. Sports Wednesday Bowl Game Challenge.
2: Oh, I gotta plug my guitar in first.
0: Hold on. Fix, fix it, it in post. post. Great transition. <laughs> Stepped
2: away. Uh, BMOC can fix that in post.
0: He's gonna Tighten fix that, up. that in post. Tighten it up, please.
2: Tighten it up a little bit. Add some some crowd cheering.
0: All right. <laughs> That's right. It is our annual bowl challenge where we had at least seven hundred ninety-five thousand people enter. It is the largest, largest entries out of all of them. Um, really a barn burner. Um, but once again, we do these bowl challenges. We we ask all of our friends to join, and of course, somebody by the name of Dark Arrow Five Seven Six has won the bowl challenge. Nice. So Dark, Dark Arrow. Arrow five seven six if you are a listener of the show which why wouldn't you be reach out to us on the socials either uh hit us up on a dm on any of our social platforms and we can catch up with you because we have amazing prizes to give out this year um also in second place it's at wilson 27 which is another unknown god bless you at wilson 27 uh if you are also a listener of the show, please reach out. But that takes us down to third place. So if those first two don't make it, first place will go to Coach's Brother. That's right. He will win with well, 20. he needs to win something now, doesn't oh he? Oh, my God. I can't wait to get to that part. Yeah, so BMOC, or um, excuse me, Coach's Brother would be number one. And then second place, second place. Wow, what a finish. Once again, second place will go to tall Sean, tall Sean. He he was at the bottom. He was dead last, dead last. He was like, Hey, maybe I'll get dead last and get something. No, he's probably going to skirt his way and back into second place. And then at the bottom of the pack, the bottom of the pack is Grayson and Xander. So they are going to finish at the bottom, and they get their third choice of our prizes, which this year, of course, is our uh, Thrift Store Sports Memorabilia Challenge. Have you uh, picked up your sports memorabilia yet?
2: No, because I, I wasn't sure because you know, BMOC had those shirts
0: from a sister, so I wasn't sure if we were going to use them. Right, we do have to discuss thrift. if we are doing that or not. But nevertheless, um, at some point, um, these people will maybe be the getting... Winners,
2: just- maybe the winners get... Uh, the shirts from the the trunk of, of Oh, and the last place gets the thrift and the store? And the last place gets get the thrift store or vice versa, whatever, uh, whatever. They could get their
0: pick mm. It could mm-hmm. be a you pick them It could be what's
2: behind door number one is it the Ooh. thrift store challenge
0: Oh, I wish we had or those doors That'd be a great idea We might have to do the door challenge once again, like I said, just another successful, <laughs> successful contest that we've held. Just really. What was dominated. your biggest
2: surprise of the challenge? Because I think I know what mine was. Bmoc, that's right. Yeah.
0: dude didn't even seem like he was even alive, and he comes in literally in third place. He got twenty Amazing. and sixteen. Like uh, the, uh, come on, let's just be honest. He's not on the show. Out of the three of us, we all thought he'd be the third person, right? I wonder, though, was
2: he actually picking or did he like go by mascot or a color of of the logo? I just wonder what his Uh, I'd like to know
0: what his rationale is. I'm sure by the time he hears this, he'll make it up. So the next podcast, he'll have this very intricate, very uh, involved concept. But, yeah, I, I don't know. That was a big surprise. Big surprise. So yeah, that was our uh, sports Wednesday uh, challenge. I would say our probably our next challenge is going to be one of my favorites, which is uh, the Pro Bowl. We're going to do the Pro Bowl challenge. Oh, I thought you were going to say March Madness. I'm just kidding. That's it's March happened. Madness. I can't wait for March Madness. Can't wait.
2: We are going to watch the pro. We usually watch the Pro Bowl together, right? And we, we yes, we do. Our top hundred listeners and we we rent out a bar and isn't that <laughs> what we usually do? What an event. It's such a great great game. Such a great game.
0: (laughs) All right, that was the Sports Wednesday Bowl Game Challenge. (laughs) Now we go into something very important that we like to call tepid takes. Tepid
1: takes,
2: tepid takes. These are our tepid takes.
0: Tepid takes. So these are the takes that aren't so hot and aren't so cold. They're somewhere in the middle. It's kind of like when you have that clammy handshake with a guy that you never met and you're like, Ugh. I mean, it's it's kind of gross, it's, but it, it's a handshake.
2: It's a hot take, but it happens on Wednesday, so it's not so hot.
0: It's tepid. So you want to go first or you want me to jump in?
2: I'll go first. Good. Uh, So if anybody watched uh, the bowl games, the big bowl games that happened late over the weekend, New Year's Day, uh, December 29th, December 30th, all that. The the big games happened around there. And uh, yeah, the SEC is the final again. We got Georgia against (laughs) um, Alabama. Not a big surprise. We were hoping for a different outcome, but uh, this is what we got. SEC. I mean, it,
0: it, it, it is blah, but, I mean, the more I look at this, I'm just like, this is what was supposed to happen. These are the two best teams in college football. And, like, I, would if it changed if we would have had six teams in there or eight teams? I don't know. There's a lot of talk around here like, oh, Iowa State would have given Georgia a better game. Maybe they would have. But after seeing Ohio State's defense, they probably would have given up 120 points. so I mean like I don't know if there was any team did you see any team and I'm taking Ohio State off the table did you see any team or is there any team that played in the bowl season that you're like man they would have they could have done something
2: I gotta tell you the bowl games were so were so affected by COVID and players Mm -hmm. opting out because they want to be in the draft that it was really hard to gauge what teams were especially good versus just kind of mediocre, just trying to feel the team. So it's hard to say It is, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I do think Georgia and Alabama were, were the best teams. Um, it, it doesn't mean I'm going to watch the final. In no. fact, I probably won't. I could care less. Um, and I don't know, I'm sure, you know, f- folks in the South will probably watch it and love it, but I don't see this being a big event. For the nation. I
0: mean if, if if this game was played on Saturday night it you know, it was an eight o'clock or nine o'clock game and it was an event to do on a Saturday night, I would do it. But like since it sits on a Monday night, I mean, and it starts at eight thirty and it won't be over until midnight, I, I have no desire to watch this game. Yeah. You know? Do
2: you do you have a uh who do you think's gonna win?
0: I think Georgia. If you had to bet
2: the last hundred dollars in your in your savings account, what would you bet it on?
0: I, I think I'm going with Georgia. I know who you want to win? I I want Georgia to win, and I think I'm picking Georgia to win. I think they, I think they're ready for this challenge. As good as Alabama, Are you
2: willing looked. to bet your last hundred dollars against Nick Saban? That's what I'm asking you. Right
0: oh now. God, my last hundred bucks. I got to bet. Here
2: is the thing, and I was looking at some of those bowl game challenges. There is a lot of talk and talk bullshit on this show, yes, with amongst our crew. But when it came down to it, when the rubber meets the road, people were picking Saban, and they were going against UC, and so that's a bunch of crap. It is a
0: bunch of crap. I didn't. I I died. I fell on my sword. But like, yeah. I mean, if 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 it's so hard to bet against Saban, but man, that 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 Georgia team. They, they looked determined, and I know Alabama looked really good, but I was really impressed with Georgia, and I think they got punched in the face once by Alabama, and I think this team is ready to go. I, 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 I think Georgia wins. Do you
2: want a side bet?
0: Yeah, let's side bet.
2: Let's go. What are we doing? We're doing one of those – clark peanut butter bars those cups those cups
0: all right we'll do the cups uh straight up right
2: do you want to do straight up just winner loser
0: yeah i am no, no line i don't even know what the, I, don't I don't even i don't want to look at the line i'm just going to say that all right okay. i'd say the line is probably so
2: i winner is so winner gets a a clark peanut butter bar i'm going alabama you're going georgia done all right i
0: love it now now, okay, I, now and,
2: here, I, and to be to be honest, I do want Georgia to win.
0: Oh, I know you do. I'm
2: you, but I'm telling you, at the end of the day, it's Saban versus, uh, what's his name?
0: Kirby Smart. Cor-
2: Kirby Smart. And uh, i telling you. I know.
0: It, 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 nine times out of ten. Nine times like out of ten. It's like a little brother beating his dad in hoops, I man. know. Nine times out of ten, Saban's going to win. But I just. For a
2: little brother. Not a little brother. little brother beating his big brother in hoops. Not a little brother beating his dad. <laughs>
0: I see what you're saying, but I still think it's. The, I think it'll happen. Sure, sure,
2: sure, sure, rock, shake. All right, all right, let's keep moving.
0: All right, let's keep moving. Uh, obviously, last week we made a huge faux pas. We did not mention um, something that actually happened the night that we recorded, and that was uh, it's been a lot of these big names passing away, and John Madden passed away uh, last week. This is a very tepid take, um, but to couple that, it was John Madden, then Dan Reeves. Died this past week, and we can't forget Betty White. I know she's not, she's not a sports person, but she's. Didn't somebody say that was smart? Said these things come in threes. They really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so John, John Madden. Um, I, I know everybody said everything they can say about John Madden, but like obviously you and I, d- did you play John Madden, the game? I
2: really didn't know.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, I I played the game. Like, I was one of those people that loved the game, um, and I liked John Madden. But that game, it, it it makes it it completely catapulted him into somebody that was just this. He's not just a sports. He's like this icon. Like, yeah. and and it, it's amazing how this simple video game changed this. And the Ma- the Madden rating, right? Yes, the Madden rating, and like literally, these guys are like arguing about like what the rating is. um. Yeah. He's, he's one of those guys that like the funny thing is uh, all these kids that grew up and playing John Madden just learned that he actually probably won a Super Bowl that he actually probably really <laughs> coached the Las Vegas Ra- or the, the, the Los Angeles Raiders that, you know, they, they, they don't know him otherwise than his, they were the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. I they know they were it. the Oakland God they've switched so many times. I'm I'm so upside down with them, but
2: yeah, no, I'm with you. You know, I, you know, I grew up, I, you know, him, him him being the coach of Oakland was, was well before, before my NFL time. Oh yeah. um, As a commentator, you know, he was one of those guys and I, I mean, I liked him. He was a staple, but he wasn't, I I wouldn't say he was especially good. Like in a way he was just, he was just a personality. Um, and I th- I'm sure that there was people that he annoyed, just like you know, Collinsworth annoys people. Troy Aikman annoys people. You know, and and but, I can, but he was still good. He was still super entertaining. And and he super was the first likable. Guy to do the the teleprompter thing, right? Absolutely. The, the yes. On the
0: yeah, and he would always be famous for the uh, the Thanksgiving game, and he would give out turkey legs to um, to the top players. But there were so so many players that they'd have to fashion this eight legged turkey. They would they would. <laughs> Stick the cause he would end up giving it to like the offensive line, so he has to give one to each one of them, or he'd give it to six guys. I mean, to me, he's just this jolly guy that that made football fun. He's not necessarily the greatest uh, you know, color guy in, in the business, but that didn't matter because he made no. the game fun.
2: I I'll be honest, I think I mentioned it to you guys over text. I was pretty blown away by his coaching record. It was it was good. Like it was I can't give you the exact number, but I would say it's like 134 and 30, right? And I, you know, which is pretty solid. I'd like
0: to deep dive and, and decide, understand why he didn't coach even more. Like, did he just say, like, I don't want to do this?
2: Yeah, I wonder too. And he was also one of those guys. I remember this about him: he hated to fly, like was terrified. So yes, always, I, he had he the always van, drove in like an RV or a van or a bus um, to the game. So like, just like the blimp, sort of travels from. Akron across the country to you know California for some game or whatever he was in this the slow boat he was r- driving across the, the country in his RV
0: which to, to, is to is just insane
2: yeah
0: yeah well oh, all yeah, right John. He
2: was, he was definitely a legend so did you have any thoughts on Dan Reeves mm. um, I know I, we mentioned pre-show that uh, you know obviously he was the coach of the Broncos when uh, when they lost that
0: that big game. you know what it, it, it's it's funny with Dan Reeves. Like he is like when I think of the Denver Broncos, and and obviously I'm a Browns fan, and obviously I lived those, those devastating losses in the FC Championship game. Um, I don't have any hatred towards Dan Reeves. He he was just a guy that was there. It's it's John Elway that I I, I have pure white hate for. <laughs> But Dan, Dan Reeves was just this guy. He was just like, he wasn't, I know, he didn't have much of a personality. He wasn't right. a he personality. Looked, he, was, he was a figurehead on the sideline. Absolutely. And he was just the coach of the team and he didn't, he wasn't bigger than the team. Um, he did a great and job. And that was that era. Oh, absolutely. He was, you
2: know, kind of like Chuck Knoll. They were just like these stoic faced older guys on the sideline that kind of paced and,
0: and I, and I think, that's been his like. After you know, looking into his playing career, he was kind of an unassuming, hardworking guy that just did his job, put his nose down, and 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 helped the team. I I think that's the way he lived and even coached. Like he he was not a loud guy. He was. I don't remember one quotable quote from him. Thinking of all the big names of all the coaches that were there, like he is not somebody that they could grab a soundbite from because he was just. Yeah. But he was a damn good coach. I mean. For sure. Coach- and if
2: you could go 180 degrees from Dan Reeves to a player in the NFL, who do you think that would be that's next on our list of tepid takes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. Antonio Brown. God, they are the flip. OK,
2: so. So did his eggs get scrambled along
0: the way? I mean, like what's going on with that guy? I I have no idea. And there's, there's all this new information coming out and it's, it's turned into a, he said, he said, he says, he said, um, about Antonio saying he was injured, but the, the team wanting him to go in regardless. And then Arians is saying, I never knew he was injured and he never said anything. It's, it's getting, it's going to get ugly. Um, but that was a bizarre, bizarre it was really bizarre i mean i've never seen anything like that
2: it's crazy it's
0: crazy pants i mean he is crazy he's i mean he's a thousand percent crazy pants but this this like the, the, the the sad thing is is if he was told to go in and he was truly injured he probably could have handled this a little bit better just a little bit Well,
2: I worry if he is – if he does have some problems, emotional or, you know, psychological, I hope he gets some help because his behavior on and off the field has just been bizarre and, um, you know.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. But the the scary thing is um, the one player that – I mean, I I think about some of these players. um, They get a lot of chances. Like, I I think of another player that it, it, it didn't really have the mental issues, but like was definitely struggling with substance abuse was Josh Gordon. And, and that guy, he's still playing like he has gotten chance after chance after chance. And 90 percent it, and of his people say like, well, they you know, everybody deserves a chance. It's because they are so damn talented that people are willing to overlook and turn the other way. And Antonio Brown is that type of player. And, sure. and he's gonna get some I mean, maybe he gets o- OBJ a, yeah.
2: is teetering on that. Remember Ocho Cinco? Oh, yeah. I mean, all these guys have just been just
0: bizarro. And um well that just I don't know. The funny thing is in the pros, I think his name is Porter Jr. plays I can't think of his first name. He played for the Cavs and then they released him. But the Houston, Houston Rockets picked him up, and in at I think it was at halftime. He was angry um, at his coach and walked out of the, the arena and didn't come back out in the middle of a game. <laughs> I'm like, Oof. man, it's just some, some bold steps yeah. and, and crazy steps.
2: Well, hey, let's talk about last night's game. Mm. Um, I know we are big AFC North love fans. It. Obviously, I'm a Pittsburgher. Uh, you're a Cleveland Browns fan a game that really didn't matter much other than the fact that it was Ben's last home game at Heinz field. So there was some hype there. Um, I know we've, it's well documented on this show and outside of the show and via text and Twitter and whatever that, you know, Ben, obviously he's got a, a checkered past and correct. Uh, he's not deserve it of some of the accolades, but, um, and i don't even know that we have to talk about it other than the fact that it was it was a a, a pretty uninspired oh. game kind of kind of weird kind of hard to watch
0: here's, here's what i'll say but about i'll bet bet ben cuz i can sit on the other side cuz i am a browns fan and and as a football player as a guy that was the opponent of the browns for so many years he was a hell of a ball player like he was in his prime a beast because he's this giant man that no one could take down. He was mobile. He could he could do everything you needed, and he was just a heady, smart football player. Like, mm-hmm. that'll never be taken away from him. And he's, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's wearing the gold jacket. Last night's game, though, just it was so, like, this is what I felt barring anything else off the field, what it felt like they were pumping that game up so much. Like you just knew that those guys that Monday night they football, w- they
2: wanted the Steelers to win, They, right? but they wanted the Steelers like, to win. I really hope the Browns don't win this. And they
0: For wanted, but the, what they wanted is they needed, they were watching that Kansas city, Cincinnati game, like Hawks. They needed Kansas city to beat Cincinnati because that game, Pittsburgh and Cleveland would have meant something and all of sure. that hype they would have said. And and that game, if it comes out 27-10 and Pittsburgh just knocked Cleveland out of the playoffs, people are talking about that game. It's like that was one of Ben's greatest performances. It was gritty and everything. But that game just had no juice. And it wasn't his fault. There was just no juice.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was trying.
0: They tried. Oh my God. He threw the
2: ball a lot. I gotta say, his receivers did not help him at all. I mean, they were bouncing off his hand, like their hands. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I think, and then the Browns and Baker oh, and oh, and Clowney throwing shoes. It was just, it was a weird game. It
0: was a, it was kind of felt like a a, a temper tantrum from one team. You know, temper tantrum on one team, and the other team was just trying to produce this dramatic end that just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but good for Ben. <laughs> you know, it's a good. It was a good week not to have BMOC, if I can say that. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, I, I still have, you know, friends and family in Pittsburgh and I think we all feel the same about Ben. It's just like, it was a good run. I love the Steelers, but it's time for him to go. And I think you could even see that with Tomlin. It's like, I love you, man. You've, you've done great things, but man, I I need to get a a new quarterback. We need to turn the
0: page. If Mike Tomlin had to stick with, Ben, another year, he might get fired. He He's like, I need yeah. to find somebody to get in here. But I'll tell you right now, I know we were talking through text, and this is off the sheet, but we were talking about what if the Browns got another quarterback? What if the Steelers could trade for Russell Wilson?
2: Well, there's – I mean, there was some some chatter about, like, what happens if Aaron Rodgers went to the Steelers? I mean, would he be a good fit there? I mean, it's a it's a very similar style to Green Bay, oh, I, as far as like. I mean, Aaron Rodgers
0: at area. any team other than the Detroit Lions is taking to the playoffs with Pittsburgh. Ooh, I don't know.
2: San Francisco should come get him too. I mean, he they really
0: should. Heartbeat. God, that should be another talk. All right. So speaking <laughs> of speaking of Ben and Pittsburgh, the team they played, the Browns. So they they got. They got beat last night, 27, was it 26 or 27 to 10? It wasn't even that close, but that's even saying that Pittsburgh wasn't even playing that well. The Browns were absolutely putrid. I mean, their offense was, I, I, I've complained about their offense all year, but last night was just like, it was a, I don't give a, a shit about what I'm doing out here. I There was nothing going on that seemed right. And it wasn't just Baker. I know Baker gets a lot it gets dumped on and he's had a bad year. He's he would like to forget twenty twenty one. but the play calling was bad. Like basically I feel like and what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is and I kind of described it as a smoldering dumpster fire. Like there is something that needs to either be put out or it needs to just let it burn and ignite itself and clean itself out and start over but something has to happen right now and it can't be ignored because Yeah. This is
2: a- I mean they've been they've had they've been unlucky with injuries for
0: right. sure.
2: But but at the end of the day at the end of the season, you know that that's going to fall on the team leaders and the coaches and you know, it's crazy to think. I mean Especially after last year. I mean, he won coach of the year. Stephans coach team. of the year. But now he could be on the hot seat just because he's maybe lost the locker room or there's a couple guys that don't like him. You know, then who knows what's going to happen?
0: And and, and and yeah, oh, absolutely. And like if to say these guys don't have rabbit ears and read the press is ridiculous because they are and they're reading the press and a lot of the press is questioning Stefanski's play calling. I mean, I don't even have to get into Baker Mayfield because at this point he is if if he was a uh he he's a question mark like literally a question mark no i, I don't know what he's going to be next year even if he's healthy this year we can't really say um exactly what he was cuz he was hurt but he, there was also some things that had nothing to do <laughs> with his injury i don't know so i it'll be very if i was not a browns fan i would be watching this very intrigued to see what happens. But as a Browns fan, I'm just like, ugh. Can yeah. we just not fall three steps back and be crappy again? <laughs> can we just They've be? They've
2: got a lot of good players, so they... I, I hope that they <laughs> figure something out. The
0: The, the bonus is their defense this year almost came back to what I always remember the Browns being, is, is a defensive team, and we'll see. We'll see. It's a long we'll offseason. Hey, coach. Yeah. You want to do a little trivia? Let's do it.
2: I haven't done this in a while.
0: I know that. Unnecessarily oh, complicated trivia.
1: What do you got for me, Cooper? All
0: right. So just recently, and this shows my mediumness, uh, mediumness um, a football movie came out in at Christ uh, Christmas. For um, Kurt Warner. What what was it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miracle Worker? I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but I know what you're talking It's got the Chuck, the guy from Chuck in it. Chucky and the guy, the Shazam guy. Anyway, so that got me thinking football movies. Um, I'm a big fan of football movies. So we're going to do some unnecessarily complicated trivia about football movies, but we only have me and you. So it's not going to be our normal <laughs> yell it out. So we're going to do this like my, like, it, this, we're going to do it in a, Form of one of my favorite games, game shows, which I believe the password. The, password. the password or I almost think is, was it maybe pyramid? It's where they give the clues, but they can't say the word. I can't remember. Mm, I just, I just, yeah, yeah, it
2: is. It is right? it's a so square, the $50, Hollywood. The
0: $50,000 pyramid. Yeah. Yes. 50, 000, so I'm going to go through this and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the little blurbs of all these. There are 20 different, um, Football movies. I'm not going to tell you the website, but they've listed it from top one to twenty. These are the twenty top football movies from Hollywood. Coach, I'm very nervous. You should right be now. very nervous. I have, I, I have not, I've not practiced. <laughs> I have high hopes for you. Okay, oh, so that's even worse. The pressure. Now, do you have high? Do you have H F F K high football film knowledge? Where would you give your? Uh, would, it's a lot of oh, it's that movie with that one guy. Okay, so I'm going to give yeah. you some good hints, and at the last minute, you can also say pass, and then we'll go through as many, and then I'll go back to them. So tell me when you're ready. Do you want me? How much time do you want me to put on the clock? A minute, two minutes? Tell me what you want.
2: Oh, minutes to for twenty questions. We probably need to go two minutes. Let's go let two me, minutes. Uh, We're let, gonna go two minutes. Let me clear, let me clear my brain. A
0: little clear your bit. brain. A long day. And you guys at home, you can play along and yell at, yell at your device that you're listening to this, and say, God, come on, maestro, get it. Are you ready? Wait, I gotta keep All track right. of what you got here. All right, Brian's song.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Any given Sunday.
0: Oh man,
2: here we. Un- unnecessary roughness. Oh,
0: here we go. Are we ready?
2: those are the only three i got
0: okay no i gotta uh, let me read <laughs> let me read the <laughs> oh wait i gotta find a pen that works here we go oh this is compelling all right well that works are you ready i'm gonna start the clark clock now when a small town in 1970s Virginia, which celebrates football as it would it as a holy day, is forced to integrate their football team, everyone is left reeling. The film follows the true story behind a didactic African-American coach and struggles to build a stronger community via the town's lifeblood. What is this movie? No idea. Pass. Pass. Based on the real-life friendship between Chicago players Brian Piccolo and Gale Sayers, this tearjerker... Ransom! Good. Next. Oh, this one you'll never get. Part romantic comedy and part raucous sports, sports feel good. This film stars Hollywood staples George Clooney, Renee Zillweger, and John Krasinski, following a 1920s football captain. Ooh, Leatherface or something. Yes, leather I'll hat. give you Leatherheads. Leather good. An Oscar winner, a true story, and an absolute tearjerker. The Blind oops chronicles a destitute young man's hard-pressed journey into football celebrity with the aid of a tender and strong woman.
2: The, I kind of oh, gave it away. Is it the Blindside?
0: That's Blindside. Good. Bing! Uh, among this ridiculous role, this is one of the most coherent. Starring as a dethroned and incarcerated football star, this player is... Unnecessary rock No, is enlisted to spearhead the prison's football league and coordinates a win with fellow inmates and ex-NFL coach against corrupt prison guards.
2: I thought that's what that movie was called.
0: Burt Reynolds was, was in it.
2: I know. I can't remember the name of it. They, pass. they remade it. They re... Pass.
0: <laughs> we'll come back. <laughs> An unsettled Texas town disputes their social issues on the football field via a hugely successful high school team, but when the st- – Varsity Blues. Keep going. Varsity player is injured in the first game of the season. It's up oh, uh, to – Friday Night Lights. Very good. Nice. When a pro football team goes on a strike, a ragtag group of Big Ten wannabes take the field as their replacements. The team's stakeholders – The in-
2: replacements. Very
0: good. This little man had big dreams of leaving his small town and playing college football for his beloved team and pursues this goal with the help of an odd cast of characters and avenues. Pass! Okay, you got five. We're going to go through these again. This one, I had to redact some names and I'm going to say it again. Little man had big dreams of leaving his small town and playing college football for his beloved Notre Dame and pursues this goal oh, Rudy. Rudy, very good. In true underdog fashion, a bench warmer must step up to replace an all-star quarterback in a team that it carries an entire town. As the pressure pleases his merciless coach and the town compromises his own dreams, Jonathan Mox Moxon must make some very hard decisions. You said it already.
2: Oh, uh, unnecessarily. No, reference. you
0: said it before that or after that. James oh, Vanderbeek.
2: Oh, Varsity Blues. Very
0: good. Ah, here's one I, I, I think you're going to get. Your descriptions are longer than uh, they're long. Well, I'm just reading it. <laughs>
2: mm.
0: You can jump in anytime. Here we go. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. This one I think you're going to get. When the Philadelphia Eagles hold an open tryout for the public, it's oh, not believed shit. that any average Joe will actually make the team. Any your 30-year-old Vince Papali, a bartender with oh, remarkable talent. Movie, I man. know, and I thought you'd get this one. Uh, it starts with an I. Uh, pass. Let me think
2: about it. Okay. It's on the tip of my tongue.
0: Uh, you won't get that one. Oh, will you get this one? A well-meaning football coach befriends the town's mentally disabled African-American student in the midst of the town's efforts to make a championship. The blossoming friendship, while poignant and spirited, worries the racially divided town. Ed Harris was in it. Also, Cuba Gooding Jr. It's named after an implement you might listen to music on. And it's not a... It's not a ipod it's a
2: record player (laughs) radio
0: radio Radio. all right you want another one
2: yeah keep going okay go back to the ones that i I passed
0: all right i'm trying to see if you oh you'll get this one okay this one any given sunday that was the next one (laughs) all right all right This young man inexplicably shines in this offbeat story of a strange young water boy for his college's football team who is
1: (laughs) a water boy.
0: (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Okay. Successful womanizer and sports agent gets fired from his firm for sharing a personal crisis company wide with the help of his erratic secretary, Dorothy. This man seeks to start his own agency and find romance with his secretary. Ooh, that sounds awful.
2: What? That's a football movie?
0: Yeah, there's a football player in it. It's his... He he's it becomes his agent. Also starring Cuba Gooding Jr.
2: Oh, what the hell? Show me the money one, right? You had me at
0: hello. Yes. It's the guy's name. Not Jerry Lewis. Oh, uh... J- J- oh, uh. <laughs> Not Mark, but Jerry M. <laughs> Jerry L... <laughs> McGuire,
2: Jerry Maguire. Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm telling you. My brain is It's all
0: right. I- I'm glad I'm on the other side. All right, let me go back to the ones you missed. And then okay. This ridiculous or this is one of the most coherent roles for this person. Starring as a dethroned and incarcerated football star. This there were two made of this. It enlisted this. Yeah, the one one is Burt Reynolds, was which was my favorite, and this the second okay. one was remade by what?
2: I remember now. I remember now the longest yard.
0: Well done.
2: I knew it'd come to me.
0: And then you also missed this one. So this one has, this one has Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington is the coach. It's a small town in 1970s. It has, um, sunshine. Have you seen this movie? The long haired boy from California. It is not forget, but remember the Titans. Did you ever see that?
2: I never saw it. Never saw it.
0: Okay. So out of those, you got a solid five. I I will give you some solid credit and with some hints on the back end, I'm going to bump it up to a solid 7.5. So let's give a round of applause for Hollywood Heroes football. That was fun.
2: I didn't realize there was that many football.
0: Oh, there's. Movies. You'd be you'd be amazed that that list was I had to pare that list down. I found a list that had the top 50 movies. I didn't know 30 of them like that's not a football. And then some of them were stretches. Some of them if they had football in it, they called it a football movie. Come on. Jerry Maguire might be a stretch, but yeah, his stretch. his client is a football player. All right. And that was unnecessarily complicated trivia.
1: Marky Mark played for the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: <laughs> I think the movie was called
1: Invincible
0: Noise. Yeah. It
1: just came to me unnecessary complicated
2: trivia. would point break be a football movie too okay
0: so johnny utah yeah so that actually came up on the list um also you know what else came up on the list flash gordon oh yeah because he's a quarterback i thought i was like it's it's a nice little stretch but come on let's not stretch it too hard i mean he does throw that shit at those little flying saucer things oh and and he does he's got a hell of an arm hell of an arm all right. Well, you, you know where that takes us. It takes us. It takes us to one of my favorite segments. To the very important business of betting with my brother. Cause we're betting with couches, brother. He owes us a lot of money. Let's do this. Okay. So we used to uh, try to find another way to bet, but then we just said, you know what? My brother loves to gamble. He's almost as big a degenerate as I am. So let's just bet with him. And we've been doing it for a while. And uh, if you've been following the show, and I know all of you have, we've been way up. But mostly we've been way down. But man, I got to tell you, we have had a comeback of epic proportions. We were up $50 and we thought we were screaming to the rooftops. We couldn't say it quick enough. And all of a sudden we were back down to 15 and worried Like, what's going to happen? So since that time, the update is very simple. We had a three-game parlay with my brother. Last week, we added one of those games, so we were up $20. And then we had the Alamo Bowl, which was Oregon and Oklahoma. Oklahoma was our pick. They covered by a lot, so we picked up another $5 there. We also had Pitt versus MSU. We had MSU. They covered on, thank you for the pick six in the Peach Bowl, oh, and we got another $5. So that put us at 30 and then we made some bold picks. Off the show, because he didn't respond quick enough, we decided to throw the college playoffs out there, and he said, I'm in. I gave him first pick. He picked his teams, and I said, well, what's the wager? He said, 20 bucks a pop. He was looking to completely reverse the field. Well, brother, it was an excellent effort. Valiant, if you're into that. But he picked Cincinnati and Michigan. And if you've been following college football, you would know that neither of those teams came close to covering. Bama and Georgia covered. Why would he make that pick? He
2: knew that we are sad sack, emotional home- I, hometown here. He didn't. We would have picked- I know that. UC in Michigan just because we're, we're
0: uh, a I probably would have talked you off the, 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 the Michigan. I would have, i really did like Georgia. So we might've split there. Might've, yeah. although you two probably would have both gone with Michigan. Um, the UC thing. I was, I was devastated. I was like, I wanted to pick UC cause I wanted to win that. And I, I think he just didn't like the lines. I think he didn't have any faith in Georgia and he thought the line was way too big for Bama, but obviously Bama knows what they're doing. So if you're scoring at home, that's another forty dollars to the thirty that puts us at seventy dollars so I have a proposal, obviously we're only two thirds of the trifecta here, so I'm gonna propose it to you first and then um and then we'll see what happens but really what I, I I think we should do is we should try to get to a nice even number like right now, our goal should be we should try to get to a hundred let's get to a hundred bucks. I like that. And then we cash out, and then like he can whatever he decides he wants to do with that that hundred dollars cash out or whatever we get there. And then, so what I propose is the next three weeks. I believe we have about three weeks until Super Bowl time. So the next three weeks, we do ten dollar bets. We're going to do three ten dollar bets. Let bro. Well, I got to tell yeah. you, that
2: we 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 need to get on the show because i know bmoc is dying to ask him these
0: well I, i so i gotta tell you this um it's funny that you asked because uh i talked to my brother tonight and um i talked to him actually today i i texted him today about the show because i know bmoc was all into um you know doing the question and he's like oh i'm i'm totally in can i'll be on the show tonight and I was like, okay, we can get you, we can get you in. Or I, you, how do you want to do it? He's like, no, like I go, oh, good. I'll go down to Brian's and we'll get him on. And then he's like, cool. And then he like texts me and he's like, what's the deal? He's like, oh, I go, oh, BMOC canceled. So I don't know if we'll ever give him back uh, on. So like that might've been his one shining moment. So BMOC, if you're listening, wow, you might, you, the window might be closed. He was not happy that you were not here. He was ready. He was willing and open. And do you know how hard it is to crack open that veneer of that Deal, soulless son of a bitch that my brother is. You know how hard it is, and and I mean he's got that
2: soapbox derby racer info locked tight, deep. It and is the a fact d- that there was a blue full moon out tonight. Tonight, and so and he was willing to discuss that and oh, openly. The opportunity is. I
1: so
0: think he was going to be drinking tonight, so he would have. He would have absolutely given. Oh, so you know, I don't. I don't know what to say. But, uh, you know, maybe that's just, you know, it's what you do, you know? (laughs) So anyway, so my other proposal is this, regardless of what we do, we try to get to a hundred, we get to that bet. I say we, if it's not a hundred, we call, if it's not a hundred, if we don't get him to just call mercy on that, whatever's left, we do double or nothing on the Super Bowl. Oof. So like whatever's left. So say we win one, we lose two, and we're back down to 60 bucks. We do double or nothing on the Super Bowl. It's just a thought. That's what I'm proposing. I'll have to
2: think about it, and we'll have to talk. You know, the, the level heads will have to get together because I know you're drunk on power, <laughs> family r- rivalry, and just the old ga- gambling gene. Yes. Is like, so that's is
0: why te- teetering. Cooler heads must prevail. That's right. Cooler heads so but I like I like uh, the
2: idea of getting to a hundred against Bretta. That sounds pretty sharp. Oh,
0: we might actually have to make a t shirt for the the merch store that said we got to a hundred bucks against Bretta.
2: I'd like to get a little recap of the beers too to see if he had any favorites out of that. All right, so
0: let's let's do this. Let's see if we can get let's obviously you and I are the only ones making this decision, but let's see if we can get Bretta on the show next week or the next couple weeks. All right. I'm all in.
2: We'll try again. I mean, I know we oh, opportunity. I gotta tell you.
0: I mean, wow! This is like when somebody off. This is like back in 1977 when somebody offered somebody Apple stock and they said no. Oof. This this is this is that big of a miss for BMOC. Big. Come on, BMOC. Come on, BMOC. All right. Well, we
2: want to talk. We want to talk some locks.
0: Talk some, some locks. 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 Some locks. Uh, I gotta tell you, if you're feeling really light in the wallet or a purse or whatever you carry your money in, you really need to find a way to steal, grab, acquire whatever money you can find. And I want you to put it on these games that we were about to tell you because these are absolute locks of the week. So this week, it's going to be very <laughs> similar to last week. We're going to do two NFL games, an NBA game, and an NHL game. So sounds good. You want to go ahead, dude. The first one's NFL against the spread. What what are, what are you feeling? I'm
2: going to do two because I got I got my son.
0: My oh yes, son we have our guest picker. Guest Who's our guest, guest, guest picker guest tonight?
2: Pick. His name is Lincoln. He's my youngest son, and uh, as I was saying on the on the text thread, you know we're we're working on him a little bit, trying to get him to know all the teams. You know he's he's. 15 now. He should know all the teams to all the major sports, and he doesn't.
0: So you know what? Really God bless Lincoln. I know Lincoln a little bit, and him just putting the effort out there, it's amazing. I love it.
2: It was pretty funny. Xander and I were quizzing him on just like the MLB team. Yeah. And it was. Hilarious. <laughs> What's the Seattle team? Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Seattleers. Uh,
2: yeah, pretty much. All right, let's go. Uh, so, right. My pick, number one pick for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do my four do and it. then I'll do I'll do his. Do it. NFL against the spread. Uh, you know, I'm gonna stick with my Stillers. Stillers. They What's... they are five, they're uh plus five and five and a half against the Ravens, which I don't know why, but I think maybe because they just think this game is nothing. But uh so I'm taking the I'm taking the Stillers with the points. Look good. Uh over and under, I'm sticking with the same damn game. Wow! Why not?
0: What's the line of there?
2: Uh, forty-two points. I'm gonna say they're gonna stay under.
0: That's a, I think I think there's I mean, gonna be a you know, lot of unders this week. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I agree.
2: Uh, my NBA game is gonna be uh Chicago over Washington oh. on the. Se- I think they play on the seventh.
0: Speaking of Chicago, and I know this is way tepid, but have you been paying attention to Demar Rosen and his two game winners back to back nights? Did you by chance? I haven't. Okay, so. In your YouTube or find it, look up Demar Rosen back-to-back nights, game winners. I mean, this guy had a career in two nights. He, it, it's amazing. Some guys don't they spend their entire career and never hit one. He hit one back-to-back.
2: Nice. Chicago's at the top right now. Yeah, and that
0: guy's solid.
2: Noise. Noise. I'm glad you're watching hoops. That's 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 good. yeah, it's comforting. Uh, my NHL pick. Um, I'm all about Pittsburgh. So I'm staying with the Penguins. They've been hot. What? Uh, Penguins over Dallas Stars on the eighth, which I think
0: is Saturday. it is Saturday.
2: Yeah. Uh, and here are Lincoln's picks. Mm-hmm. He is taking the Packers over the Lions for some reason. The Packers are minus two and a That's half. That's
0: because the they Lions. don't think anyone's going to play in
2: that game, which is possible, but they're still going to win by two touchdowns. Uh, anyway. But you you might be right there. Uh, So Packers over the Lions. Uh, Over and under is Chiefs versus the Broncos. We're going to go under on that one. It's 44. 44? Uh, His NBA pick is Utah over Toronto. Oh,
0: yeah. There you go. Jazz over the
2: Raptors. The Raptors. Remember when the Raptors won the uh, championship? Not that long ago. They are not good. No, they're not good at all. Uh, And his NHL pick is uh, the Vegas... Uh, Golden Knights yeah, there you go. over the Chicago Blackhawks. Okay. And that's on the eighth.
0: All right. All right. So my, my picks are uh, – I'll make them short and sweet. I'm going to take the Chargers minus three over Vegas. Uh, they are both got stuff to play for, and that's going to be a close mm-hmm. one. Uh, mm-hmm. NFL over under, I'm taking the Giants versus Washington, 38. I'm taking the under. They might score 12. Um. <laughs> NBA, straight up, I'm taking Denver over Sacramento. Sacramento is bad. They are awful. I feel like that's... How are the nugs They're year? good. Um, the nugs. And then uh, NHL, I'm going to stick with uh, Sweet Home Carolina over the Florida Panthers, because uh, they've been good to me. Carolina's been good to me.
2: Are they actually known as Sweet Home Carolina? No, just I just make make that made
0: that up? shit up. Nice. <laughs> it would be cool, though and home, Carolina. And that was our last
1: Locks, of the, Locks of, the of the Week.
0: All right, that leads us to what we like to call...
1: Scoreboard Update.
0: Okay, so Scoreboard Update. We like to keep track of this because we are trying to see who's better at this, the three medium dudes. Uh, and uh, we've done a lot of picks. Um, I do have something to say at the end because I'm a little concerned about the number that BMOC wants to get to. That I don't know how we'll get to, but anyway. So this week we had four games that we had picked. Um, BMOC went. Oh yeah, we
2: need to get to a hundred. Yeah, we, BMOC,
0: BMOC went two for four, um, which was a solid take, but he did finish the highest in our bowl pick'em. And if you go back and listen to the show, we all agree that whoever finished the highest got a plus two bonus. So BMOC actually went four for four this week with the plus two. So he had a very good week. Unfortunately, uh, he was eliminated from the playoffs a long time ago. So uh, too little, too late. (laughs) (laughs) Maestro, uh, he put four games out there. He went two for three because his EPL game, just like mine, was canceled because of COVID. That never happens. So uh, two for three, solid week for Maestro, myself, coach. I I went two for three as well, but I came in second place, which if you remember in that episode, I also got a plus one bonus. So I actually went three for three this week. So I did really well this week. I also had an EPL game canceled because of COVID. So until further notice, that game is on hold. Our, Hold it. Yeah. So then we also had one of the picks that we made this week was our fourth pick. I just wanted to be uh, completely um, transparent. One of the unnecessarily, picks, unnecessarily complicated picks that I had was based on Steph Curry hitting three-pointers. So Steph Curry, I picked two games, uh, Warriors versus Jazz, and then Warriors versus... Mm, I'm not sure what the other game was. One of the games was canceled because of COVID. So in the first game against the Jazz, uh, the over-under was 10.5. So basically if you picked, he would hit at least over 10.5 in those two games or under. Um, He hit five against the Jazz. So the second game, which was canceled, I just pushed it to the second game, the next game that came, which was against the Heat and boy, did Steph Curry have a, Heck of a game! He hit one of nine. Oh,
2: geez.
0: so it was the under, the under at six, which is not very Steph Curry. I thought that was I when I got the under on that. I thought I was dead in the water, but God bless Steph Curry for helping me out. So that was our scoreboard update. That leaves How our
2: interesting that you just pushed that other game to the Heat. <laughs>
0: I knew you would say that. I, and oh, there's just one point. So I just, so I just, I have to tell you, there is textual evidence because the reason why I said that out loud is BMOC and I had a side bet of twenty Charleston chews, so I had to make okay. it official. So that actually makes it official that I I cut my, I already owe him forty three Charleston chews. That just cut That's true. my uh, debt in half. I did pre-check with him before the heat game, if we could push it so that I do have textual evidence of that. I will show that to you. I can put it down in triplicate, um, to make sure that you agree. Um, but yeah, it's probably, yeah. let's do that triplet. Uh, I'll triple triplicate. triplicate, but yeah, so that puts our standings at, uh, coach. I am 48 of 67 since we had one game on hold maestro 39 of 67, BMOC had a great week, but he's still 34 of 68, and our guests are 40 of 68. So my biggest worry is how do we get 33 more games? We're going to have to have a lot of prop bets for the Super Bowl.
2: He loves doing. That he does. Too. I think we'll get there. that. Must we'll get I think that's
0: his? Re- I think that's his plan. All
2: right. So that was. Well, we do have a full. We have a do a full month of of playoffs.
0: Oh, that's true. We do have a lot. We can. We can do this. All right. So that's what what we call scoreboard update all right so this last uh segment is something that we like to either uh get mad about uh make some corrections or give some recommendations on shows or as we are now into the new year a resolution so uh, I see on the show sheet maestro is the only one that's put anything up there maestro what do you got
2: so I got a recommendation uh we stumbled on this show it's called yellow jackets
0: mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I don't know. I think it's on.
0: It's HBO, isn't it? Or is it I Showtime? It's,
2: HBO. it's one of the main Oh, it's me? One of the main streamers. I think it's it's either Amazon or Netflix. But, okay. Uh, we've been watching it. It's kind of based, it's kind of like Lost meets Final Destination meets, I don't know. But it's about this girl soccer team. Remember that movie, A Lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the plane crashes. So it's kind of like that. Um, it's a girl soccer team from Jersey. Their high school. For some reason, they're flying to like a national soccer anyway they crash um but then it's like this flashback flash forward to present time where they're older so it's like 30 years 25 years later so it's kind of this back and forth thing kind of like lost um but it's pretty entertaining and now it's we're about five or six episodes in and it's starting to kind of get into this weird sort of supernatural Ooh. Uh, cult thing vibe thing like lord of the flies kind of weird yeah, yeah. stuff so but it's pretty entertaining so far. And it's got that 90s vibe. So like when the girls are in high school, that's all that sort of 90s uh, sort of alternative rock that was out, which is pretty entertaining. So hearing some of that old music. But Yellow jackets, It's an Yellow we'll jackets. I'll have to check it out. I keep calling that Goldfinger. <laughs> and it pisses my wife off Gold, to no end. Goldfingers. I'm like, hey, we're going to watch Goldfingers tonight. She's like, motherfucker if you call that show goldfingers <laughs> one more time i kick your ass i don't know why my my brain thinks yellow and it goes to gold the jackets you go to fingers that doesn't so make it's not called goldfingers makes, i don't know it makes no
0: sense know. brian hake that makes no sense it does, oh wow i'm telling you I'm...
2: but uh i wanted to just let folks know about new year's resolutions because i'm pretty sure bmoc's resolution was just really to give up on the show and us.
0: <laughs> I think so too.
2: And hanging out with us because like, I, I don't know. I think, I,
0: know I, I think, him. I think he's, and he's doing a great job of it.
2: <laughs> he's really, he's on top of it. He really is.
0: Oh, poor BMOC.
2: He's like, I'm giving up slack. I'm giving up watching the Browns. I'm giving up hanging out with Maestro and coach and drinking bourbon and beers. I'm not doing it. Um, and I
0: don't want to do the show anymore.
2: So this is this
0: is where we're this, at. This is it. This is. I hope you enjoy this this final show of Sports One. <laughs> BMOC, we love you. We're, we're just, just giving you a hard He's time. He's totally going to cut this in post. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got anything else? I don't. That's all I got. All right, that's all I got. Well, if that's all the medium sports fit to be discussed on this most medium of podcasts, then on behalf of my co-host, the maestro Brian Haig, and Our beloved Pete Brown, the big man on campus. I am basketball legend Matt Longley, the coach, saying
1: basketball legend.
0: Good times, everybody. Good times.